0: There is much sensationalism made concerning the riot on January 6th, but it isn't accurate to describe the event as an insurrection. There has only ever been one insurrection in American history, and that event was instigated by the Democratic Party in the name of white supremacy and political terrorism. So During the white-hot racist period, uh, post-Reconstruction, The Democrat Party and its militant arm, the Ku Klux Klan, pursued and accomplished the only insurrection in American history. So this event uh, was generally known as the Wilmington Race Riot, and it was one of such significance in the history and progression of North Carolina uh, that in 2000, a commission was formed to investigate and record the evidence and the events uh, to really bypass the uh, revisionism that had uh, permeated uh, both at the time of the uh, insurrection and since. So this resulted in a 500-page report uh, based on public hearings, testimonies, hundreds of primary and secondary sources, and it is the most historically accurate account of this event. Uh, convoluted, as it was, Uh, by the utilization of Democrat historical revisionism, uh, largely uh, as a result of uh, their ownership and manipulation of the press at the time. So on the 10th of November in 1898, a group of white supremacists organized and led by Southern Democrats uh, sought to overthrow the newly elected biracial government uh, in Wilmington, North Carolina. And, just as the party pursued uh, political dominance through uh, violence, murder, death, lynching, arson, and fraud uh, for the entirety of the Reconstruction era and 20th century. Uh, that's, that was, of course, its chosen tools uh, for this insurrection uh, as well. Of course, what does set this apart uh, from other instances, of which there are many, of political terrorism by the Democratic Party against blacks at this time period, Uh, is that these events transpired after the elections had taken place and uh, black individuals had been elected to public office. Uh, Traditionally, these types of actions were employed uh, to their greatest effect prior to and during the elections to prevent that outcome. But having failed to prevent that outcome, uh, then they just simply decided to use force of arms and terror to... uh, change the election. Now, unlike current events, however, uh, they didn't uh, walk into the Capitol building, invited by police, crack open a beer, laugh. Of course, there were some uh, uh, silliness and shenanigans involved in the actual January 6th events. But in this instance, an actual insurrection, uh, it involved death, murder, executions, uh, weapons, you know, Things like that, you know, things that historically are identified as insurrections. And perhaps most vital is its intent was to change the governmental structure. Those people who had been elected uh, were targeted specifically to be removed from office. And, of course, Democrats were uh, placed into those positions instead, uh, completely bypassing uh, the uh, electoral system. Now, this violent episode was mislabeled uh, as the Wilmington Race Riot, because oftentimes, throughout this time period, and later in the 20th century as well, um, white uh, racist attacks against blacks in large scale uh, were simply reported as a retaliation for black violence or to suppress a black mob. Uh, this is extraordinarily common uh, during this period. And since the Democratic Party owned the printing presses and those in positions of power to give official statements, uh, then that is the uh, narrative that they pushed. Uh, so it was revisionist history uh, at the moment. So this isn't to say that they didn't pursue uh, similar strategies prior to the uh, prior to the election. Uh, they utilized kind of their general terrorist tactics uh, to frighten Black Americans, specifically away from voting. And, of course, they also perpetuated uh, over-voting fraud, as they always had uh, throughout this time period. Now, even though uh, this was a, a kind of an orchestrated political win by the Democratic Party, uh, through fraud uh, and through kind of that Bleeding Kansas approach of the uh, bayonet and the Bowie knife and revolver, Uh, The Democratic militia nonetheless assaulted the Daily Record, which was a local newspaper that was uh, catered specifically to black Americans, and they burned it to the ground. Uh, And the violence continued, with uh, black Americans targeted for assault and murder uh, throughout the entire city of Wilmington. But it wasn't just blacks, and this is a hallmark, actually, of political terrorism uh, by the Democratic Party. And that largely uh, influences uh, their narratives and methods to the present day. Uh, And that is the placing of ideology over race. Uh, So where today, uh, black Democrats call all blacks who aren't Democrats Uncle Toms or race traitors or what have you. During the Wilmington uh, race riot, uh, which we're going to uh, call the uh, Wilmington Insurrection going forward, in order to paint it more accurately, uh, they targeted uh, all whites who were not Democrat as well. And they were targeted alongside uh, blacks to be beaten, murdered, uh, executed, and forced out of the city. Uh, So local officials were also forced to resign and were replaced by white supremacist Democrats. That is an actual insurrection. Uh, So in all, there were 20 individuals who were specifically expelled from the city. Uh, Generally, those were the elected offices. And there were another 2,100 that had to flee for their own safety. So this is your blacks and your uh, white Republicans. So the Wilmington insurrection, although race was certainly an element, because the Democratic Party was the party of white supremacy, uh, it was a political insurrection above all else. So the estimates for the number of deaths through all of this, these, uh, all of this, this insurrection, to use the term properly, uh, are very hard to determine because uh, the damage control for the Democratic Party went, to, went into effect immediately, actually even earlier, uh, by, by uh, the printing of many articles that insinuated that blacks were going to riot uh, of course, because at this point, uh, the Democrats knew that they were actually going to riot and cause an insurrection. And so they were already creating a cover story for themselves. So the, the early accounts were that there were only 14 killed. Uh, later accounts, uh, especially those compiled by the report, put the number closer to 60, uh, which really it resonates much better uh, with the uh, scale of violence that was prevailing at the time. Now, in uh, 1898, the commission that was formed to investigate, uh, they found that the explicit responsibility for the violence and the subsequent coup or insurrection, it was a result of the conspiracy, organization, and terrorism conducted by the Democratic Party. And I will read from that report directly. It says, and I quote, The organizers of the overthrow took part in a documented conspiracy. The leaders, members of the Democratic white elite in Wilmington and New Hanover County, achieved their political goals through violence and intimidation. Involved in the conspiracy were men prominent in the Democratic Party, former Confederate officers, former office holders and newspaper editors locally and statewide rallied by Joseph Daniels of the Rally News And observer. So we see this incestuous relationship already between the democratic agents of violence and the revisionist support of uh, democratic news agencies uh, and those in uh, elected offices. But this really didn't require a report to explain. Uh, Earlier that year, in the same year, 1898, Uh, The Democratic Playbook, which was published and read widely by the Democratic Party, uh, not just in North Carolina, but nationally, stated specifically that the city should succumb to the rule of white men of the state. And, of course, this was prevalent throughout the entire Democratic Party at the time. And this, the same kind of pamphlet, I suppose, uh, it extolled the virtues of the Democratic Party, but only Democratic whites And it also uh, discussed the failure and ignorance of both blacks generally and also of white Republicans and labeled them as race traitors. So even before uh, black Democrats would start to label non-democratic blacks as race traitors, uh, that pejorative was first leveled by uh, white Democrats against any any whites that did not involve, or weren't involved uh, in the same political ideology. Which ideology itself, again, should be recognized as the leading factor here. This was a political insurrection. Uh, Race was merely a component. Uh, And it's really just evidenced and and mirrored the same pattern throughout Reconstruction, Uh, even in South Carolina, which is home to the, Uh, the most lynchings and most acts of murder and so forth, Uh, they gave special permission slips to blacks who voted Democrat. And that little permission slip would keep you safe uh, while your neighbor's houses were burned to the ground and while they were beaten to death uh, with the uh, stocks of long guns. You could hold your paper saying, I voted Democrat, and you would be left uh, eh, largely alone. But you would definitely be left alive because now you were a... Loyal party apparatchik. So the report, uh, the report also details uh, the deliberate targeting of Republicans, Populists, and even Fusionist members during this uh, same insurrection, and it also describes how many of the Fusionists were forced back into the Democratic Party. So the report writes non-democratic white members of Wilmington were thoroughly intimidated by the Democratic Party. Governor Russell and leading fusionist politicians were in fear for their lives, and -and rank-and-file fusionists gave in to pressure to rejoin the Democratic Party. So like a conquering army, this democratic insurrection sweeps through, uh, complete with red shirts, which was another uh, white supremacist militant group, kind of Uh, the Antifa precursors, if you will. And they not only overthrew the duly elected uh, government of the city, but they consolidated their political power by forcing their dissidents to join their ranks. And of course, the most unique and defining feature of the Wilmington Insurrection is that it was a legitimate and very real insurrection. And the only... One actually it's ever occurred uh, in American history Uh, and they also published a wonderful little piece called the White Declaration of Independence Uh, within the Democratic playbook which we cited earlier uh, they kind of made their white supremacist ambitions very clear they wrote and I quote We know it is useless to appeal to the white men who hold office by the grace and favor of the Negro. But may we not appeal to the manhood, the Anglo-Saxon blood, of the white men all over the state who have not trafficked and traded for office with the Negro, to unite with the white man's party, to uphold white supremacy, and to preserve Anglo-Saxon civilization throughout North Carolina let there be no black spot within our borders that is disgraced to the manhood of white men and of course this just sounds exactly like james hammond john c calhoun james e. Bow, william Young's e. Lansing, and all the other white supremacist democrats in the antebellum era a call to arms uh they define the democratic party as the party of white supremacy the party for the white man uh you know there's no historical revisionism necessary they they Touted themselves as such things As a point of pride uh, And as a political tool So the democratic playbook uh, Was not the only instance of course Of this uh, alluded to earlier We had the the white declaration uh, Of independence And they also took out an ad uh, In the local in The Wilmington messenger And the ad uh, discussed a meeting designed and this was the meeting that led to the insurrection uh, as the furtherance of white supremacy so the, the white declaration of independence was actually submitted and signed by 454 of the leading democrats uh, at the time and it was actually the final warning that was uh, given before the insurrection took place and of course it reads exactly how you would think that a white Declaration of Independence would read, although it is, it is worth noting, of course, uh, that the Democratic Party had long tried to either reject or distort the Declaration of Independence to suit uh, their own ideological purposes. Uh, John C. Calhoun rejected the Declaration of Independence uh, by uh, conflating uh, and obfuscating its uh, equality uh, phrase to mean equality of outcomes. And dislike Thomas Jefferson for writing it, but one one excerpt, which I'm not going to read too much from it because it's it's a disgusting document. But one such excerpt reads that uh, that the Democratic Party will not tolerate the action of unscrupulous white men in affiliating with the Negroes, so that by means of their votes they can dominate the intelligent and thrifty element in the community, thus causing business to stagnate and progress be out of the question. So we see this sensationalism. Uh, if blacks vote people into office, the only possible uh, consequence is for businesses to suffer economic stagflation and that kind of thing. Um, and so, of course, uh, to to resist that, uh, they, they armed themselves and uh, took over the uh, seats of government. Uh, they killed, murdered, beat... Uh, and or I guess expatriated in the sense, uh, their political dissidents, and all of this was done by the Democratic Party, uh, newspapers, police force, uh, through their paramilitary organizations and the red shirts, and it was all done in the name of white supremacy. But white supremacy was merely an convenient vehicle uh, to incense uh, and stir up the passions of the population where once again, we see racial division being used as a tool to perpetuate and expand political power, which we see that in the present day, really identical form, just with uh, the races reversed for the most part. And so while uh, popular media uh, discusses uh, the January 6th events, and while the Investigative committees that don't really provide any information that wasn't already known a week after the event uh, are splattered all over the headlines and television shows. It's worth remembering that uh, there really has been an insurrection in American history before. And it's worth remembering the methods used to insulate to protect the people involved and the events themselves, that is the news cycles, newspapers, journalism. Uh, and those in governmental office were used to conceal the truth of the matter and to frame the insurrection uh, merely as a black riot. So it blamed uh, the victims uh, for their actions. So it's worth keeping these things in mind as we're inundated with this uh, new information, or really not new, but recycled and sensationalized information, that there has been an insurrection in American history by the Democratic Party for the purposes of white supremacy and anti-black racism. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe, share, and leave a five-star review. The Shane Caraway Show is available on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Red Circle, and wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, visit 1787project.com to learn more.